Hi everyone, this is Nikki K and welcome to a sort of special episode because today I'm going to be talking about the solar eclipse which is happening in Sagittarius on the 4th of December. Now this solar eclipse is at 12 degrees and it's going to affect all the mutable signs from Pisces, Gemini, Virgo and Sagittarius obviously who are at 12 degrees so it's like mid yes it's like second it's like second deacon of the mutable signs but generally all the signs all the mutable signs it will affect it will benefit the fire the fire signs like leo and aries very much it will, you know, the earth signs, it won't really, not not it won't benefit, but it won't be too much of a hassle, should I say. But, you know, mostly the mutable signs are going to be pushed out into the forefront for one last time. So this is the last solar eclipse in Saggi that we have seen in the Sagittarius and Gemini axis. You know, um, we're not going to see this access until the next 18 years. And what a time this has been, guys. Remember, this eclipse has been from the more or less the beginning of the pandemic, which happened last year in May 2020. So, you know, these signs, it does bring things to do with like writing and you know short and long distance travel there was also a lot of information that was in the media and also some misinformation there have definitely been some changes between now for the past 18 months there's been a lot of changes and you know there was also laws that were put in place especially like in the publishing world, churches. There was also truths that were brought out. Let's not forget council culture, you know, which was actually, you know, I think some of us can all agree was a little bit, you know, some of it was, I wouldn't say some of it was, you should have happened, but, you know, it's all about balance. But, you know, Sagittarius does rule going overboard. So there's a lot of that going overboard. You know, the, also the media has played a huge part in what is real and what is not real. And, you know, maybe we can blame a bit of Neptune because it was squaring Neptune. When we had the, this one, we had the Gemini solar eclipse, Neptune was involved. So there was a little bit of a madness, especially when it came to things like travel. You know, travel was mad. But we also learnt a hell of a lot. And we really had to. This was also a time for us to see who, you know, what we could actually do for ourselves. So doing for ourselves as in learning new skills. Whether it was to do with like technology, taking a new course. Um, whether it's to do with like contracts. There was also, you know, and also some of us actually managed to do too many things at once as well. Um, You know, whether you're watching TV and on the internet, you're writing a thesis, you're writing a book. You know, there's a lot that 
people actually did and there was probably also a lot of excitement while people were doing this too so you know during this time especially some of you went back to college went went back to do higher learning doing a course um decided to study things to do with like the law um study anything that was you know far away meeting up with people that were from different cultures as well from yourself um picking up new skills in general so you know and also finding like mentors and spiritual guru guru some of some of you actually probably went back to learning um going back to a spiritual practice that you sort of that sort of faded away from the past 18 years um even like our belief systems has definitely changed it could have been quite awful the belief system or it could have been actually great you know it was a time for a lot of us to try to believe in something that was quite positive something that we could learn from um so you know so some of us it's no surprise that a lot of us sought out gurus um whether it's faced you know obviously on the internet because the internet played a huge part from the last 18 months so a lot of us were actually trying to find ourselves so you know 18 months really was something else and it was good and bad it wasn't you know it wasn't really one way or the other it was just like a bit of a mixture so on december the 4th we have the solar eclipse in saggi and you know sagittarius which is a great adventurer like i said it's in 12 degrees and this eclipse is in the second deacon which in the tarot card is the nine of wands which shows us that although we have come through a lot, you know, whether we're, you know, battered or bruised, you know, being being very defensive, we also can still, yeah, because the nine of ones, when you see that card, it's very much a, oh, look at that person, I feel sorry for them, even though they're like, they've got their head bandaged up and they've been through it all, but you're still holding on to the wand so that shows like the strength and determination so it also shows that we're still not to be messed around with but before we rush into the dust we have to really look at where you know and also that card is also about yes it's defensiveness and it's showing us that we are very strong but it's also we're still quite weary as well of what is next to come but we're still standing our guard so some of the major themes for, you know, this solar eclipse is definitely like inclusion and exclusion. Inclusion, not exclusion. Inclusion and diversity. The law and what matters to us the most. It's also about us looking forward to the future. And, you know, as always, you know, Gemini and Saji, it's all about, you know, learning and asking questions. So there's going to be a lot of like asking questions during between now and the next six months as well as what we are learning and what we have learned from the last 18 months i was actually going to say the last 18 years but even so guys you can still think about the last 18 years as well with this when i looked at the chart of this we have the moon and the sun in mercury you know in saggy which can really get very explosive 
it is a time that we definitely can be very open-minded and willing to learn and take on new skills, new types of learning, and also take action when it's needed. You know, it's, it's, it feels like it's going to be more, especially like December. December's more saggy month for me. And whenever the sun goes into Sagittarius, it feels like things are just going to be a bit more open. And with the solo clip, it feels like things are going to be a bit more, a bit more, or it's going to appear that it's very much freedom loving. We can actually do what feel or think that we can actually do what we want. We're going to go to that arrow. We're going to blast that arrow very high and know that we are going to, we're going to aim for it as well. So it's about thinking of our future. It's definitely about thinking of our future. And the moon is very much like, you know, the moon being in Sagittarius. It's about emotions. So, you know, and also we have the rising sign with this chart in Sagittarius too. So there definitely can be like differences of views, um, talking about, you know, opinions about what's right and wrong. Yes, there can be some preachy attitude because that's one of the, you can say the downsides of being a Sagittarius. I say it's more of the shooting from the hip, like not thinking of anyone else's opinion, but their own. So there can be a bit of a preachy attitude. And also because we're coming out to Christmas as well, there can be a lot of gossip, communication, meeting up, definitely plans for the future, especially with nice you know conversations and with mercury you know saturn's also involved as well to a point mercury and saturn it just it can actually help us learn more and work more and look at our responsibilities and meeting our responsibilities too it can make some of us quite weary of change but change is good but as long as it's fought out so, you know, and there's a, there's a lot to be highlighted during this time as well. So there can be some like controlling, um, that controlling of our feelings. On one hand, we can just sprout what we want to say. But on the other hand, we can, there's an element of a theme of like controlling what our feelings are. So, you know, if you're in a relationship, this may be played out. Yeah, so there can be some controlling of our feelings when needed, but and also being a bit more serious and finding ways to definitely meet our responsibilities, but not in a boring way. You know, Sagittarius is not about doing the same thing the same at the same time. It's always looking for another way to meet their responsibilities. So even if they're going to like the like a like a comp. I'll say controversial. Even if they're going to a job that is very, um, should should we say a conservative? They work somewhere that's very conservative. They've got to be there at the same time. Even if they're late, they always have like a story to tell the boss, something that they've learnt, and for some reason they end up getting away with it because they always they don't want things to be the same. They get bored so easily. So during this next six months, we can find ourselves, okay, these are my responsibilities that I have to do, but I'm going to try and find a different way with still meeting my responsibilities. So I know, and also if we like manifest, 
you know, this is actually a great, you know, during this time, great for manifesting. And as well as putting in the hard work. So whatever we manifest during the next six months, as long as we put the hard work in, even if it doesn't make sense to anyone else, obviously we can, you know, hard work is a must. But, you know, there can be unexpected miracles can definitely happen. On a another note, or notes, should I say, for this eclipse, although there is, it can be a, it can be a lot for a lot of us. You know, things may look, things may, may be moving too fast. They could be, they could also be a bit too fiery, a bit too much. You know, when it, especially when it comes to like the news, anything to do with, you know, the law, the media, you know, all of these things. There's also like a sneaky feeling. And the sneaky feeling actually comes from Neptune. And Neptune, it's going to be, you know, and it's also, it can actually disrupt some of us. Whenever Neptune's involved, it sort of throws things up in the air. So it can be good or bad. And Mercury in Sagittarius with Neptune involved can make us feel quite confused. It can make us feel lost. It can also be like a deceptive energy. You know, what what looks like it is, it's actually not. You know, things may not be seen. Um, there can also be a lot of hidden information that a lot of us are not seeing as well. Um, especially when it comes to like making decisions and what we hear from all forms, especially like from social media. This is also includes our friends, our siblings, even like our neighbors. You know, if you're doing Mercury rule short distance travel, so we may have plans into traveling somewhere and it takes a different turn, okay? We could be speaking to someone about something and if we find out that it's lies, or we could be speaking to someone Um, We can hear some information and repeat it back. And afterwards, then we get confused about what we said. Or people think that we are lying. Or what we hear um, on the outside social media, it could also be lies as well. Um, Neptune also, you know, because it's in a... Because it's in... um, You know, because it does... You know, Mercury, it squares each other during this time. There could also be like our even like our clarity of thoughts may not all be there. So there could be lots of fog going around, lots of brain fog going around, lots of I've got these, you know, you've set an intention for the day to meet like responsibilities, to meet up with people, and after you just doze off, you just forget. Um, this could also definitely play with our mental health as well. Um, Neptune does rule like you know hypochondriactic behavior in a way um paranoia as well um believing something that's wrong with us and it's actually not wrong you know so but also we can also feel extremely sensitive as well um you know we may if we work with the neptune which may be hard you know we this can give us like a thought of like wanting to help others, wanting to, you know, see if we can help people. Um, this can also give us a way that we can, you know, 
not throw ourselves, but like do something like a like this can actually help us to do something or try to make us do something that's creative that can give us an outlook because things can just get a bit too much. You know, we could get a bit too caught up in what exactly is going on, especially if we believe something's real and it's not. So having like a creative outlook, you know, we we should we should, we should try and have a creative outlook, which which will ha- obviously help us as well. Because when it's with Mercury, and Mercury rules the third house, this can give make things very much distorted. So we have to definitely try and look after what's going on in our minds and doing like meditation, doing some type of spiritual practice like a creative outlet that can help ease the stress so yeah so all these things can actually happen it may not affect everyone but this is what these when these planets get together this is what it can do and you know like i said before there can be some conflicted energies as well there also can be some impulsiveness not you know not listening to people because, you know, we have Mars, which is in Scorpio. You know, Mars is always, which was traditionally ruled by Scorpio, is actually creeping up. So, Mars is, like, alive and kicking, guys. So, this is, like, one of the main reasons that there can be some tension. There can also be some drama that happens. You know, we could overdo things and then we have to be, we'll be forced to pull back. So, there's a lot of conflicting energies on one hand, some of the energies can really definitely benefit and help us. And on the other hand, it can be like so much confusion and so much impulsiveness. And then, you know, sometimes we get caught out or if someone wants us to, you know, say what we said, we can just get very defensive. It can cause an argument. You know, it can just be very crazy. But on the whole, if we try and keep grounded, if we try and work, on keeping grounded if we can you know this can definitely help us transform in a nice way and this is only through determination and you know if we listen to our if we try to listen to our intuition this would definitely guide us well so i'm going to talk about the tarot for this so we've got the number four which is the emperor we have Number three, which is a high priestess, and the 12, which is 12 degrees, which is the hangman. So, the first one I talk about is the emperor, which is on the 4th of December. So, you know, the emperor is like during this full moon eclipse. The message here is it's showing us that we can really come into our power, and there's like a fresh, brand new energy you know, a brand new energy of happiness, a new beginning. Obviously, there can be some clashes because the old is trying to keep the old and the new is actually pushing forward. The new is about new beginnings. So it also seems that there can be some order which is restored because of the fast chaos. Because the emperor is about how you are when it comes to, you know, highers up. You know, so... You know, this is for this solar eclipse. So there is going to be a, a push for the new, a push for something quite revolutionary. 
but we are going to be a lot of us. If you if you're a person that's all about the new, and you are looking forward to a brand new because we are easing into 2022, know that we're going to meet some resistance. So the young clashes with the old. The old clashes with the young. When it comes to the number three, which is because this is this is 12 degrees, and tw- and one or two adds up to three. I'll say this is more for like the heart of us. So we have the, the um, high priestess, which is about, you know, subconscious, high power. It's very much intuition. This is this card is about us paying attention to our intuition. It's going to be of most important during the next six months. You know, endings are definitely happening. And also we'll find that there'll be signs and synchronicities all around us. You know, Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter. So, you know definitely bringing like a spiritual practice will help us to align like what's going on in our mind and what's going on with our heart and like I said before because Neptune is involved this is going to make it even more important for us to do when we come to the last card which is the hangman and the hangman is about you know letting go surrender um it's also can be of martyr because remember Neptune like I said, Neptune's involved and the fact that we, because it's the 12 degrees, which is the hangman, what we can feel with this, that we can feel like, we can actually definitely feel like the hangman, you know, being stuck in a rut, undecided on any situation, or we can overcome this as well. This is also a time for us to see the situation and also outside the situation, it can also be a realization about where we want to go in life and where we want to be and also ask ourselves are we happy and if not what exactly are we going to do about it so yes you know the, those are the messages from the cards and it's going to be showing us you know especially the messages from the cards from the emperor to the high priestess to the neptune to, to the hangman this is showing for this eclipse because these cards are quite conflicting this is this eclipse is showing how conflicted that we can be too on one hand we are going towards the future on the other hand we can be you know trying to listen to our intuition but on the last hand we can be feeling very stuck we can be feeling very much like the hangman, like, you know, do I stay or do I go? There's so much confusion happening. So it's no surprise that these cards are meant to be for the solar eclipse. So, you know, with this solar eclipse, guys, like I said, this is the last one. And I think a lot of us tarot and astrologers will be talking about this. This is going to be, you know, really... You know, because it's the last one into the next 18 years. It's really also about, you know, whatever you envision or want to do or want to or want to be, really go for it. You know, but just know that you are going to meet obstacles and delays. And, you know, the opposite sign to this is Gemini. So if we try to go to like the, the nice side of like the Sagittarius and the Gemini in working through our issues, working through um, whatever we need to do in order to get to where we need to get to. If we work through it, instead of cutting corners, we can learn so much about ourselves. 
You know, we can learn so much about how far we've come from the past 18 months. The past 18 months has not been easy for a lot of us. You know, um, even, you know, it, and also it does depend on where these signs, the axis has been in your chart as well. So like the water signs like Cancer, Pisces and Scorpio, these have hit houses that have been very emotional. A lot of you had to really go within and you needed to go within because before we had the eclipses which was in Capricorn and Cancer, which made you go out of yourself. You know, it made you really go out and now it's time. it was time to go in. And sometimes when we're going in, it's not comfortable, even if we are very emotional people. You know, for Cancer, it was the 12th. Pisces, it was the 4th. For Scorpio, it was the 8th. So, it was a lot that a lot of us, a lot of the water signs had to deal with. For the Earth signs, it was to do with like, you know, for Taurus, it was the 2nd house. For Virgo, it was the 10th house. And for Capricorn... It was the 12th house. I mean, sorry. 12th. <laughs> um, for Capricorn, what was it? No, it wasn't the 12th. No. Um, no, sorry. For Cancer, it was the 6th. Capricorn was the 6th house. So you guys had to work on, like, when it came to, like, money, your daily routines, your work life, your health, your career. You know, I feel that water and earth signs really had to, you know, put a lot of work in. Put a, a lot of work in. And obviously it's not going to be ending anytime soon. But because we have the notes changing, we have the lunar eclipse going in Taurus and Scorpio. You're going to have, you're going to find it a bit more easier now. Even though this lasts for the next six months. It's going to linger for the next six months. You're still going to find things a bit more easier. You're coming to an end of the road. So wherever these eclipses are in your sign, in your house chart, just know that even though it's a beginning, it's also an ending. You know, and also see it as, you know what, I've, I've, I've you know, even though I have been through a lot, I still have learned a lot. This is all about learning. For the ear signs... You know, obviously, Gemini, this has been in your first house. For Libra, this has been in your ninth house of learning. And for Aquarius as well, you guys have had to, you know, obviously, like, you know, I feel, I feel that you guys had to master a lot, but you still made it. You know, I feel that you guys had a bit of a lighter time. Although, yes, there were still some niggling issues that was going on, you know. But still, you know, especially you, especially you, Aquarius, with it being in your fifth house. This is about fun, you know. So, and with Saturn being there, this just highlighted it even more. You know, so you ear signs had it good. When it comes to like the fire signs, you know, Aries, it was your third house. Um, Leo, this was your 11th house. And Sagittarius, this was in your seventh house. There's a lot to do with like relationships and, you know, starting new things when it comes to relationships, when it comes to like your friendships as well. Also when it came to like how you communicate, what you've learned, 
what skills you've picked up. You know, some of you probably had had new friends come into your life. Some of you had friends leave your life. Some of you had like a huge realization of who you wanted in your life. And that goes for relationships as well. And also when it came to like who you work with in terms of partnerships. And even when it came to, you know, what type of skills, you know, um, you know, some of you Aries, you know, because I'm born on the cusp of Pisces and Aries. I know a lot of you don't believe in cusp. I do. Some of us astrologers do. For me, personally, it does make a lot of sense. So I learned a lot of skills at home when it came to like editing and, you know, I'm um, doing podcasting and, you know, so I learned some skills put it that way you know but also because it's in my fourth house as well you know working from home but also learning skills as well so on the whole I think eventually a lot of us even though it was it was great for some and it wasn't so great for some of us we still learned something and we also the main thing we learned something about ourselves and yes we made a lot of mistakes along the way because we are human this is life we're human but as long as we learnt that you know we are human and we're going to make mistakes and we you know some of the things that we probably said to each other how we communicated with each other may not have been the best if we said sorry and tried to rectify it it's going to be a breeze for the next 18 years you know and if you are a saggy and a um gemini and you really try to work on yourself the next 18 years is going to be a breeze and if you've decided not to and you stayed stuck and you've probably hurt people along the way then obviously the next 18 years is going to be like a karmatic thing you know you're going to be having lots of hurdles that you have to work through in order for you to come out the other side you know so I see this Sagittarius lunar eclipse as you know the final one of you know this year as um, a goodbye, you know, I'll see you again in 18 years' time. But also, um, we're going to have another eclipse in Sagittarius. Uh, like the North Node's going to go into... Is it Sagittarius? Yes, North Node's going to go into Sagittarius in a couple of years' time, though, you know. But we're going to be revisiting this. Obviously, it's going to be very different. But, um, yeah. Keep on learning. Keep on higher learning. And keep on, you know, trying to be as open as you can. And try to be as optimistic until the next 18 years. So, that was my podcast message for the solar eclipse in Sagittarius. I'm going to be doing the tarot cards for all the signs. So, check that out um, on my YouTube page. And also check out my Instagram page as well. I've also put up the December tarot for all the signs, so check that out, guys. So thank you very much, guys, for listening, and feel free to leave a voice message. Tell me how this has gone for you, and I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Bye.